Hey, it's Brooke. Hi, it's Sarah. And today, where we will be talking about the quarantine situation. So we're going to talk about what we do in a day, like shows we're watching, music we're listening to, what the scariest part of this quarantine is, what we miss about school, and our the worst and best part of quarantine, and what we're doing to keep ourselves safe. What did I? So before this week, I I was waking up pretty late, like pretty late. I would say around twelve because I'd be going to bed at three because I don't know what it was, but during the day nothing was entertaining. And so Nick too, it's crazy. At nighttime, everything just got a thousand percent more entertaining, and I would be up. But then during the day, like, um, I don't want to do anything. But this week, I, I've been waking up pretty early, like nine. Then I work out, and then he's productive. Productive, and then I do schoolwork for like whatever I have to do for the next day, and then it's watching Netflix. I've played. I've been playing Toontown. Toontown. Okay. Yeah. yeah playing it one day but it just wasn't my thing it's actually really fun yeah I think I just need to get into it more but like I don't I haven't given it a fair chance yet but I will I'll try playing it again and Minecraft you know yeah obviously do we craft though but yeah same I've just been sleep last night I went to bed at I think like 3 34 and I had a zoom this morning at 9 and I missed it because I set my alarm for the wrong time. I set it for 9.30 instead of 8.30. So I guess that's my fault there, but the teacher wasn't really taking attendance, so it worked out. <laughs> Plus it was English, so it's fine. We were in AP class. We're not really doing anything right now. But yeah, that's all I've been doing. I've started, well, we're moving into like shows we're watching. I've, um, I gave Love Island Australia a chance. It was trash, right? Honest, I'm going to be honest. I didn't think it was that bad. I didn't what? think it was that bad. It was okay. Or worse. I feel like it's more dramatic in some parts. More dramatic? Yeah, I think some seasons, like the seasons I watched were like more dramatic. Should I give it a chance? I'm, I'm telling you, give it a chance. Because I, I was going off your opinion and I was like, it's going to be trash. But then I started watching it and I was like, pretty okay it's not that bad I mean like it definitely beat um Love Island like season four of the UK like that season was so bad never was absolutely trash all you had was George on she's being loyal she's so loyal like that's literally all she would say loyalty um yeah um, also, Love Island I I'm re-watching the first season right now hmm. first season's a that's that's the trashy one where they're like <laughs> when like is that with like John and Hannah? Yeah. Oh my god, John was so annoying. He, he just kept saying Essex. That that it was so it's so weird to see people on TV like openly smoking and like they were they drink a lot. 
Yeah, no, I just don't. I mean, I guess it was different, but like, I just don't, I don't condone smoking. I just find it like disgusting. It's like the smell of it too is just gross. But, you know, it's different in the UK, I guess. What else have I watched? Oh, hmm? it's a social thing, they said. Social smoking. It's so I've been watching Money Heist. Oh my gosh. Yeah, so basically our friend group right now is watching Money. Well, we basically all finished it. So both were watching it. And props to, I think, Brooke, were you the one that first recommended it? No, it was Usman. <laughs> and he never um, finished it. Yeah, I mean, I finished it after Brooke did. And it was so good. Honestly, it's a great show. I mean, it's in Spanish, but like you guys can read the subtitles, so it's not a problem. So good. It's like so in depth and it makes you really think, which is crazy because I don't know how the writers are able to do that with a plot. It's just crazy to think about. At first, I was like, how could they possibly make a heist multiple seasons? But it yeah. only makes sense for like. I don't know. It was a really good show. Yeah, wait, so who's your favorite character? Favorite character? I know who my least favorite is. My favorite. Um, um I don't know. I just love Denver. I like his laugh. Denver? I mean, I don't want to spoil it for anyone who may be listening to this. Oh, movie. um, I know. You know who I'm talking about. Yeah. Um, definitely one of my favorite characters. Um... I don't know. I think, yeah, maybe she's my favorite character. I mean, I know I don't like Tokyo, so that's not even a spoiler. I feel like everyone probably feels like that. Anyone who watches, Tokyo is absolutely so, she's so impulsive. She doesn't care about other people. She just does what she wants to do. And it's very annoying in a high situation, but everyone has a specific job. And then she just goes off and does whatever she wants. This podcast is just turning into a review of Money Heist. <laughs> yeah. Before we move on, Arturito. <laughs> don't even, don't even start. He is definitely hands down the worst character. Oh my god, he just, oh, uh, he's something else. Something else. Berlin. I like Berlin though. Actually, he might be my favorite character. I don't know what. I know everyone hates him, but like. He's just, I like it. I like him. Him and El Profesor were singing Bella Ciao. Like, <laughs> Bella Ciao. Bella Ciao. Okay. Oh. I heard that in a TikTok recently or something, and I was like, money heist. I didn't realize how popular the show is. Like, outside of the US, it is so popular. I feel like a lot of the Spanish shows on Netflix um, have a lot of like, popularity in different countries um but I know a lot of people in the U.S. watch them so like I can't even imagine how many people like outside of the U.S. watch them because there a lot of them are like really really big hits it's like I know um besides Money Heist oh, I'm trying to think of the name of the other elite. show Elite yeah Elite like that one's really really popular I know like a lot of people that watch that too um I also happened to watch that during quarantine <laughs> yeah been really bored yeah. I was going to start watching it today. You should. You would definitely like it. It kind of, like, makes you think, too. It's kind of one of those stories. Um, it's not really money heist-ish, but 
makes you think I watched the first episode and i i just didn't get into it but i i was gonna give it a yeah. chance today I, I watched the first episode like so long ago and i only watched it because um i think someone recommended to me to start watching it again so i was like why not yeah but that is bad how many shows i've binge watched it's also so bad like people i've watched so many shows but um have you seen the new show outer banks on netflix i've been told to watch this like 10 times i just i'm like i don't know but i just don't want to watch it because i think i'm gonna get obsessed with it let me tell you i binge watched it in a day it's 10 episodes um i i honestly thought it was one of the better Netflix shows. I really liked it. I followed like all the actors on Instagram after. <laughs> There's this one guy in the show that I know you would like. Everyone's kind of um, comparing him, not like really comparing, but they're saying him and Timothy Chalamet are the two guys now. He's Chal Timothy. Oh my God. Oh um, yeah. I saw something like that on like a bunch of TikToks, like this man has my heart. And then I was like, he might be coming for Timothy Chalamet's brand. He might, because he has that um, same kind of hair. It's kind of uh, long, like a little curly. Like, wow. I might have to watch. No, I would definitely recommend that. Someone and said it was better than All American. It's very hard to compare those because- Are they very different? All-American. Oh, this is so bad. I've watched like, every single show. Um, All-American. It's All different. Heart. Because Spencer James. <laughs> Crenshaw. For Crenshaw. Oh, I'm angry. I'm angry. But like, the thing is with All-American, it's one of those like typical CW shows, I feel. You it know, is I have a feeling it's gonna get really bad by the like the fifth season and it's just they're gonna go to college and they're gonna keep keep it going and it's just it's gonna be a Riverdale type thing. Riverdale was trash. Not so bad. The the first season was watchable. Then after that it was just no, 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 no. I don't know why you continued it. Once <laughs> I got I don't even know, like that monster thing. I was like what was it? It was the, the gnomes or the goblins? I don't know. I could. I didn't even watch. Wasn't King? No, I don't well, know. I I heard people were talking about it on whatever social media, and I was like, I don't, I don't associate with that. Um. Okay, but I have like one more show recommendation, then we can move on. <laughs> um, Community. I watched this with my mom. So a, a long time ago, and I was started rewatching it just because like when I'm bored, I want something in the background. Um, like those shows where you're not really watching it, just in the background, kind of like Glee. I just put that on sometimes. Um, but yeah, so Community, I would recommend. It's really funny. Uh, I got two of my friends watching it right now. Yeah. Any last recommendations? I've been watching, I watched Community. I watched it a while ago, but so you said, you mentioned Glee. That show is so messed up when you think about it. Mr. Shu, he oversteps so many boundaries. The show is openly like, 
they adopted so many racist stereotypes. Kind of, kind of problematic, but very entertaining. Yeah, um, obviously Santana, best character for me. She was just something else. Her and Sue, just different level. They carried the show, in my opinion. Everything, everyone else was just annoying to me. Yeah, okay, anyway. Uh, would you like to respond to music we've been listening to? Yeah, we can do music and also movies. Okay, yeah. Um, do you want to start? Okay, so two movies I've watched. Call Me By Your Name and parasite actually I, I watched a couple i watched a lot of movies over these past couple of weeks but my favorite so far have been call me by your name and parasite and so um, yeah well sorry I'll continue so call me by your name so timothy chalamet army hammer if you're like if you're into like love stories definitely give it a watch and also, if you really like film, then you should give it a watch because it's very cinematic. Mm-hmm. When you're watching it, like the like the location where they filmed is so beautiful. Like I just want to go to Italy, some place in northern Italy, and live in a. Yeah, we were, we were talking about that after I watched. I, I watched after you, so my takes at first, I didn't really. I didn't think it lived up to the hype. I wasn't saying it's like a bad movie, but I just don't think it lived up to the hype that everyone created around it. But I have to give it a fair chance because I was watching it while I was really tired. So I was kind of like half falling asleep. I was watching with someone else. So I wasn't really paying attention. So I have to give it another chance, but I know I would definitely like it if I like give it another chance. I know I'm that type of person. So yeah, haven't watched Parasite yet though. Parasite? I was really scared of it not living up to its expectations and I watched it and I was I was obsessed with it after like I watched every video explaining each like different like token or like symbol in the movie it's such a good movie it's such a good commentary on like what's going on in society like right now um if you haven't watched it you should watch it yeah the best kind of movie the ones that you have to search up videos afterwards to kind of help explain the different symbolism in it or the different metaphors like interstellar i like those kind of movies definitely um i watched have you watched perks of being a wallflower i have not it's on netflix right yeah they just put it on i saw someone post it and um another friend loves i think that's her favorite movie so she recommended it, and I watched it, and it was actually really, really good. I think you would really, really like it. I was going to watch. I was, I started to watch it. I put it on, and then I fell asleep. So I never actually watched any of it. Well, um, I really like the cast. I mean, Ezra Miller's in it. Emma Watson's in it. I forgot the main character's name. Yeah. And, yeah, there's other people, but I'm blanking on names. Um, I know we both watched The Platform. Oh, very good movie. It's very gory. Yes. And you have to, once you get past all the blood and stuff, and you get down to the actual concept of the movie, it's so scary, but such such a reality for people. Because when you look at it from a broader standpoint of, like, putting that 
the situation in society where people have to feed off of other people's leftovers it's mm-hmm. so sad and the ending of the movie I was kind of mad about it because I was like what yeah I didn't really understand the ending but it was presentation of how society is kind of happening right now like no one's working together everyone's kind of hoarding for themselves but that's another thing to touch upon <laughs> let's not get into that um yeah so those are the two main movies I've watched. I mean, we also watched another movie. Um, I uh, the Indian movie. I I'm oh. like. Oh my God! Wait, what is it called? I have this play. I have the soundtrack. It's something Z- Zindagi. I don't know. I don't it. Okay. <laughs> yes, that um great movie. It's inspiring me to do a big spring break trip for our senior year where we just go somewhere and chill, have fun. Um, great movie. Highly recommend. 10 out of 10. Amazing. And that guy's thumb. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, yeah. So then besides that, I watched The Truman Show also because someone else recommended it and I was watching it with other people. and. Yeah, that and oh, I already watched this movie, but I was rewatching it during quarantine. But Sing Street, I don't know if you've heard of it, but it's a great movie. It's about um, this kid that lives in Dublin, in Ireland, right? And they're forming like this little band kind of, and the whole movie is just kind of about their lives. And it's so good. You would love it. The playlist for the song is a mix of original songs and songs by other people. So good. Highly recommend. It's not on Netflix anymore, but my flixer, you got my heart. <laughs> you got my heart. Anyway. Uh, I watched Opja. That movie was so amazing. And I also watched Change of Busan. That movie made me cry. Oh, I watched that with my cousin. Um, that was a great movie too. That was a great movie. An amazing movie. The ending. Oh my gosh, I was I was distraught. I was like, what? I know, right? Sucks, but great movie. Um, I have. Wait, what was the other movie you said? I don't think I watched. Yeah. It. Wait, say again. Okja. Oh, I saw. I've always saw it on Netflix, but I never watched it. What was the plot? It's about these super pigs, and they're supposed to be like naturally, like they were natural, but they're actually modified. And it's basically a story of like these environmentalists trying to like, these animal rights people, I mean, were trying Mm -hmm. to save the pig. And there's this little girl who grew up with the pig, and then they were gonna kill it. It was. It's a really great movie. Yeah, I've heard really good um, things about it, but I've just never gotten to watching it. Um, is there any movies that you want to watch that you haven't watched yet? There's a lot. I do want to watch The Truman Show. I haven't, I haven't watched that. You um, like it. I don't think you like it. Um, I don't know. There's been a couple movies that I kind of want to watch, but I know I will never get to actually watching like hot summer nights 
with Timothy Chalamet. It's another movie with him in it. I heard it was good. Someone recommended it, but I know it's just going to be one of those movies that I'm never actually going to watch. But, you know, it's just one of those kind of things. I don't anyway. Know. I'm not really a movie person. I'm in, I'm trying to get into more movies now. So. Yeah, because for some reason, now that when I watch movies, I feel like I'm, I'm a movie person. I, I notice all the little metaphors and like he's doing that to symbolize the journey. I feel like a full movie critic when I'm watching movies now because I couldn't. They have given me so much knowledge to comment on different people's works. And I think it's my responsibility to do that when I watch a movie. Yes, as an AP Lay master, a master of rhetorical skills. I gotta do it. I gotta analyze the zwegma or whatever you pronounce it <laughs> of the symbolism. I have to. I have to analyze <laughs> the similes of the parallelism, the juxtaposition. Oh, the juxtaposition of placing something up and then something down to show the <laughs> and something like a juxtaposition. Honestly, I just pull that out whenever someone's talking to me, and I'm intellectual now. Once you use juxtaposition, you're intellectual. You're getting a five on the AP. Simple. Did you see the way I, I just used juxtaposition? It's simple. It's just the juxtaposition, and it's like period. Five right there. I got a five. Juxtaposition. Anyway, yeah. Let's see some music. What, what's your favorite song right now? Oh, that's hard. Okay, I, hold on. I, Let me give you a genre. Like, okay. okay, we'll do your favorite pop, like pop song, like radio song. Your favorite. You don't know pop songs? No, okay. Um, um, Young and Alive by Bozzy. Okay. I don't listen to pop music. I don't know why I said that. <laughs> that's why I was like, how are you going to ask me that? We know we both don't listen to radio pop music a lot. I don't even think Young and Alive is that like popish, but it's been up like the top chart, so I I guess it is. So that's my song for popish. Now you gotta answer one because you asked me that. Okay, let me let's see. Let's Pull see. up your uh, playlist or whatnot. Um, what is All popular that? music? Wait, what did you say? I don't know. I don't know what's on the top the top charts right now. Um, Medium. Hmm. I actually just recently updated some of my playlist covers because I was just like, I was just in the mood and it felt like, oh, I just said like again. I'm trying not to say like, okay. Um, it felt, it needed a change. It was that time. Yeah. Um, but there's this song that I found, well, not I didn't find, my sister found. I'm going to send it to you now, but it's a remix of I Can Help Falling In Love With You. But it's so good. I sent it to uh, a couple people. I don't know why I didn't send it to you. I should have sent it to you, but so good. I'm sending it to you. Okay. So I'm looking at the pop top, the the top 100. And I guess I would have to say, how is Sickle Mode still in the top 100? Okay, whatever. Um, I, <laughs> I guess my favorite pop song right now is blinding lights mm, it's not really oh, that's yeah i didn't 
think about or I guess you could really just pick any TikTok song that's popular right now TikTok songs um super lonely that's not radio but that's in the today's top hits oh you know that's always a good one if we're looking at TikTok songs but let's move away from that okay new genre but chill music chill okay um this is I, hard. you can say um would you say Cayendo's a chill song by Frank Ocean I would say that's a chill song yeah no I for sure I honestly think- I like the other one the April one they're both so good though yeah I haven't really listened to it that much but from first impressions I like the April one better but I don't know I haven't listened to it again I've listened to so much Spanish music lately so what's your favorite song in Spanish? Oh my gosh. This is not really a Spanish song, but it has Spanish in it. You know the song Senorita from the, oh, um, yes. the movie? <laughs> I'm talking about uh, the lyrics. Yeah, so the, I'm not going to count that as my favorite song right now, but that's definitely one of, um, that's a definitely good song if you would like to listen to it, whoever's listening to the podcast right now. Um... Okay, so Spanish songs, though, this is probably not going to be a new one, but, you know, obviously, El Monte is always a bop. That's true. Bop. Also, um, Tusa. <gasps> Sarah, I was about to say that as my favorite song right now. Good. Oh, my gosh. I, when I, um, always when I have major tests, Spanish music is the only music that will keep me um like awake and my bra- my my brain kind of energized so when it comes to midterms ap's finals i always listen to spanish music and i play this song on repeat sometimes that song is amazing i love that song but yeah. i'll give another one um because i added a bunch of music to my playlist the other day um well most of the songs i have on my playlist Playlist. I haven't updated it recently, so they're old songs. But I'll give you an old song. Um, you know, Robarte un beso. You can't go wrong with that song. You really can't go wrong. I uh, love that one. I just saw um, Sebastian Yatra. I think that's his name. Uh, he performed that at the Global Citizen thing. Um, but he sounded really good. But yeah, so he performed that. And it was good. So that's definitely a couple of my favorites. Another one, Obsession by Aventura. It's a very old song, but amazing. And I've never heard of it, but I mean, I'll listen to it later. And Imitadora by Romeo Santos. You love Romeo Santos, don't you? (laughs) The last one. Okay. What's your favorite, like, rap hip-hop song honestly i because of the whole barb's reverted thing i've been getting into Nicki minaj a lot recently um i've been listening to megatron a lot <laughs> but i wouldn't say that's my favorite my favorite wait you go first i'm gonna i don't know i don't really have a favorite for now oh, oh element by kendrick lamar i started listening to it i don't know why i haven't listened to it it's so good. It's so good. That whole album is just good. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So that's my answer. Okay. Um, 
oh, I have been getting into a, a little Nicki Minaj, so I'd have to say from her, it's Yikes. Like that song. <laughs> yikes. Stream Yikes. Stream Yikes. Um, Captain Hook, because I love Megan Thee Stallion. It's just... I should really start listening to her. I know everyone loves her. I just haven't listened to her. I first, when she, I didn't think I'd like her music, but she's very talented. And you could tell when, like, you know the XXL freshmen, like, when they do, like, the ciphers? So she was in one of them. She was, for 2020, she was one of the freshmen. Mm-hmm. And she absolutely, she killed it. Compared to, like, the other, like, the other men who were there, trash. She was amazing. Um, um, I've listened to, this is an old song, but Yellow by Amine. Uh, I was popping to that recently. Amine is so amazing. Red Mercedes. Yeah, I mean, also this new song by Alina Perez. I think that's how you pronounce it, Perez, with featuring Khalid. It's called Off My Grid. Oh, no, Off The Grid. And that's also a really good song. You should listen to that. I think you would like it. But yeah. Also, I've been listening to a lot of John Bellion lately. I don't think you listen to him, but preoccupied and luxury items those are two songs of him i was listening to yeah okay um new category r&b so that's what i think that's what i've mainly been listening to lately Mm -hmm. i've been listening to a lot of indie music just lately (gasps) r&b i'm gonna recommend off the grid for that i'll use that as my a slot because that I'm pretty sure it's considered R&B. Um, great song, still recommend it. Okay, I have two songs for R&B. Um, mm-hmm. it's the one. The first one is "Woe" by Snow Allegra. Okay, never heard of that, but noted. Amazing. And then the second one is "Homegirl" by Love and Collie. Um, I listened to it with my friend during quarantine. We were zooming and we were listening to music, and I have to say I've listened to it every single night before I go to bed. It's <laughs> that's <laughs> I can fall asleep. I have a I have a series of like five songs that I listen to before I go to sleep, and that's the only way I can sleep. That is interesting. I don't have that, but oh, another notable one. I don't really know what category this would be in. Um, Empty by uh, Kevin Abstract. Mm. I love that song, and I just started recently playing it again. Just had to shout that out. Um, okay, so category is now. I don't know if this makes sense, but like weird songs, songs that are don't really fit into a category. Okay. Like any song that you've just been really, you know, obsessed with that's just weird. Uh, okay, it's called Habisha. Habisha. <laughs> it's 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 an R and B song technically, but it's like a joke because the lyrics they sound really serious, but like not a single thing is. There's this there's a song. I think it's considered. It's weird to me, so I'm putting it in this category, but I think some people would consider it an indie sound. But it's called The Ballad of Harambe. 
And basically, it's about the death of Harambe, but I just really like the beat of the song. And the lyrics are literally about the death of Harambe. So anyway, yeah, that's my weird song. Um, okay, shall we go into indie songs then? Yeah. Indie, and we can do like rock. I don't know if you were really listening to that. I mean, I don't know what's considered rock, but yeah. I don't, I like listen, I listen to rock, like I like it, but it's not my top, like I wouldn't give recommendations because I don't really know about it. Wait, give me a, um, an artist that's in rock, like I don't really know. Um, <laughs> the Eagles? Okay, um, I think I know, I, I know the Eagles, yeah. You know the Strokes? I don't know what they would be considered. Yeah, I know the Strokes, yeah. I don't know if they're. I, th- I don't know. Whatever. We'll say indie rock. There we go. We'll cover all the other loose spaces here. I've been listening to Still Woozy lately. I would say they're indie. Ooh, Still Woozy's good. Yeah. I've only listened to a couple songs. Um, but yeah, good. I've been I've been listening to a bunch of different things lately. The Polar Boys. There's this one song called Nothing Has Changed. Highly recommend. Also, um, you know the artist, his name's Lincoln, but he has that one famous TikTok song where it goes, it's it's called St. Bernard. I don't know if anyone knows it, but his other songs are really good too. St. Bernard. Ah, I know your song. <laughs> yeah, I know that one. It's like the da 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 da. Yeah. I'm not going to sing the entire thing, but anyway, uh, some of his other songs, he doesn't have a lot of songs, but they're good. I was listening to them. And I guess also, let me see. Yeah, I've just been listening to a lot of um, the Strokes, just a lot of their music. I just find it so good. And yeah, that's pretty much it. Great. Oh, also Conan Gray, obviously. Love him. His, his album is so good. I just can't. But anyway, yeah. Okay. We should, we should transition into... Oh, yeah. Let's go into more serious topics, I guess. Um, actually, it's not really that serious, but, like, more stuff. Like, schools. Like, yeah, what do we miss about school? Okay, I miss seeing my friends. I miss the structure of going, waking up, going to school, going to each of my classes. I miss my teachers. I have to say that. I miss some of my teachers. Yes, 100%. I miss, I miss the same things, basically. I miss just being able to see everyone in school. I know we've said multiple times how we miss certain people in school that we're not even friends with, but we just miss seeing them. You know, you miss your school friends, like the people you talk to when you're walking down the hallway to a class together, or you have a class and you're not really friends with anyone, but you have like those three people you talk to. Yeah, I miss, I miss, like, almost falling asleep in A-Push every day, and then being able to go walk all the way on the other side of the school to Spanish, and then participating because we have participation grades. That's fun. I miss that. I miss lunch. Lunch. Me and you, but... Usually just the two of us. That's bad. We talk about it out loud. But it's not our fault. It's just the way our lunch period is worked out. No, so, no, it's because we're losers. No one likes us. Wait, is there? Oh, doesn't someone else usually sit with us? Oh, Faith and Kira sometimes. 
Well, sometimes they, uh, yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, so that's really what I miss about school. I just miss the social interactions, which I never thought I would say. I'm the most anti-social person I know. I don't really like hanging out, like going out that much, but like, I like hanging out with obviously my friends, but like I don't like going out often. Yeah, but after this, I will be going out every day. You will see a whole new person. Everyone? And, I just yeah. feel like the transformation of people before and after this is going to be so crazy. Mm-hmm. We're going to see. After this, I'm, I'm out. I'm <laughs> out of the past. And what I was thinking is that, you know, we all live pretty close to each other in Roslyn. Um, the max, I think, is maybe... 40 minute walk between someone's house which is not even that terrible so what I understand is why don't we walk more now after quarantine is done it just makes sense like we don't need to uber we don't need to drive we can just walk to each other's houses but I can drive now yeah but you can not really because I don't have my license because like I was gonna get it but then this happened it's fine that's but I I can't drive it either. I haven't even driven it. But I have started practicing, so I have driven at least. I can say if I'm in a dire situation, I can drive away. So that's a plus. This is what quarantine has given me. Okay. Um, okay. So scary part of the situation. Scariest part. Um, I would say just for college. Yeah, I mean, if we're thinking for us, it's probably going to be college stuff. For a world in general, it's probably just this is going to go on for a long time, maybe till like 2021. And it's not going to end anytime soon. And it's going to mess up, you know, the economy and stuff. It's very scary. But then, yeah, I think this is going down in history books as something huge. And we're living through it. So, that's kind of scary to think about and just for us directly like with the whole college thing it's yeah. really scary because for SATs like I was yeah. supposed to take mine in March yeah. and the day this quarantine started was the day of my SAT so that it got canceled and all the other ones after that are canceled and they're going online and from what I can gauge, colleges are not taking the online score. So, cur- yeah. So currently, well, most colleges, the ones I'm planning on applying to, they're not taking the online one because there's no guarantee that I'm not going to cheat. Uh, you know, I understand that part, but you have to accommodate it somehow. But I heard that they're planning to get test optional. But then yeah. it's like... And they're not, most people aren't taking subject tests and I can't take it anymore. And so they're mainly just going to be looking at who I am as a person, which is how they should be doing it. And like my grades and stuff. And then the people who do have test scores, they always have a little bit of advantage. because They say they're not. I was, that's what I was thinking. I'm like, but there's people who've already taken it and they like colleges can still, they're still like, taking them. Yeah, they're not, it's not, they're not going to not look at it. If that's the bad part, but. I'm still going to take the online one because it's better to just have it because there's schools that might take it still. I didn't even know there was an online one. I thought they were administering them at the end of August and they were going to do it like every other week. It's only like That's what they said, but I'm 
I wait, online ones? I didn't even know that. Yeah, they're they're starting online. I think it's, I think the online one starts in August, I believe. Okay, because you know how the June one just got canceled? So I was planning if it did open up that I would take another SAT in August, but I, I, I doubt it's going to happen because the point that we're moving right now with like the whole second wave talk, mm-hmm. um, I don't know. It just doesn't seem that test centers are going to open. Exactly. Because currently like the ACT, the June one is still going on from what I heard yesterday and so is the July one and they're opening more test centers really yeah but I feel like exactly I just the ACT tests were the last ones to cancel they canceled later than the SAT so I think they're probably going to cancel it or sweeten them up so yeah that's a little scary it's fine yeah, and also we have to start thinking about, you know, letters wreck, um, you know, which colleges we're applying to and stuff, but I don't really want to get into that that much. It's just depressing. We have to write college essays, and I'm trying to figure out what to write mine about, because I I know that's a question that's about to come up in the next few weeks. So my, like, after the AP for Lang, the, the next question is college essays. What are you going to write about? Oh my lordy, I don't know. I'm so I'm right about coronavirus because everyone's okay. gonna write about it. I don't I okay, no offense to pe- people, but I don't have like a sob story to write about. You know, there's always um there's always ideas going into college essays that people, you know, like sob stories. Trips. Oh my god. I don't think that's completely true. Um, but I don't think it hurts if you have a really emotional story to you about something that's happened. Um, you know, that's definitely personal and probably means a lot to you. So that's something you, you that's great to write about. But I have nothing that was that impactful in my life, you know? I don't, I think it's just like, I feel like half of them, when people write them, they're not true. Like, not to discredit people, but like, they, when you're writing, like, you exaggerate things. Yeah, definitely. And also a lot of people, you know, get college advisors to help them with their essays and stuff. And some people don't have that. Yeah. College advisors, people don't actually get into college anymore. They just, their college advisor gets them into college. That's different. Right there. I know some people get their essays written for them. That's just messed up in my opinion. But, I mean, you know. people pay people to take their SATs, whatever. I just... I don't know. I think the process. I think. Well, one good thing from this is the process of college admission is gonna change. Oh, for sure. Yep. Like, um, it's just for one year. It's just for one year. I. I don't see how they could say that because they're seeing the flaws in if people can't take this test, like the SAT. Like, what are you gonna do? Like, people yeah. are not gonna start taking it. They're gonna see how much better, or they're gonna see how much students perceive it's better without tests, and like how it would be if it's test optional. They're gonna get a taste for it, and then everyone's gonna want to just switch it to that permanently. Which, in some ways, it's a good thing. In some ways, it's a bad thing. But I don't know. I don't know how I feel about it right now. If schools were to be test optional, because that's just 
taking another thing away that people can base you off of. I mean, but also on the other side, it's not really fair sometimes. Because people have access to like a really amazing tutor. Yeah, exactly. Thousands of dollars. And so that's why you're going to do well because it's not a test of knowledge. It's a test of can Um, you test. Yep. That's, That's what I've thought always because even if you go to some sort of SAT prep place, they say, um, if you want to switch from like the SAT to the ACT, it's they say it's not really about knowledge; it's about knowing how to take the test. I think the same thing kind of applies to just taking the test in general. I mean, yeah. Anyway, um, so I feel like we kind of talked about what's the worst and best parts of quarantine. It within all that, obviously, there's scary parts. Obviously, there's good parts. I mean, a lot of scary parts, but. <laughs> cool let's just suppress those yeah all right the last topic we have is what are we doing to keep sane if we are keeping sane um (laughs) that's a great question I feel there are times where I just I don't know what to do and I'm just bored and I hate being bored because just like there's no reason there's so many things I could be doing but I, there's just a lack of motivation to do them because I don't know what's going to happen next. Like in terms of school, I don't know what's going to happen next. And like, just in terms of life, it's like, I'm never actually going to be able to go to school next year. I, I'm trying to suppress all these long-term things like colleges until I finish with APs and finals. Then I can worry about them because right now I'm just trying to focus on APs and studying for them. But I don't know. I've been trying to keep a strict schedule, basically two night, two chapters for A push every night and then a chapter for chem. But it's getting harder and harder to do that because I have no motivation to study anymore. With the point where you hit that halfway point in your units and stuff, it's just why. I've been trying to outline for A push for two days. And I, 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 I keep, I, I'll do it for a solid like hour and then it's like why am I doing this do I really want to do this right now (laughs) no you don't the thing well the thing with me is when I'm studying for a push or tests and stuff I like to rewrite information every single word I like to rewrite it because it helps me memorize it again the thing with that is if you have 27 chapters of a push and you're rewriting every single piece of your notes I mean I obviously skip some stuff because I don't want to rewrite every single thing that's a lot of hours, so I don't know, but if I don't rewrite it, it just doesn't feel like I'm studying, so I don't know. Yeah, so that's fun, um, but that's actually not what we're doing to keep sane. That's what we're doing to keep insane. Keep sane. Um, I do to my friends. I like, I've been, I've been in close contact with my friends. We text, we call. Yeah, I mean, just before two friends came to my house and we're just sitting outside my front door, obviously six feet apart, we were just chilling in the sun and talking because I haven't been outside since pretty much Sunday. <laughs> um, Not really, like I haven't spent more than an hour. That's what I consider being outside. Uh, yeah. So that was chill. I um, still have my clubs and stuff. So, yeah. But I heard clubs weren't supposed to keep going. 
Yeah, they, they're not. Even though I have color guard tomorrow night. Kind of crazy because we're still going. Technically, you don't have to show up, but you know, <laughs> don't be angry. I have, have to show up. Yeah, you got It's pretty much mandatory. It's voluntary. Wait. It's like a mandatory volunteer. That's what I was trying to say. So I have a dance class Monday nights. And basically Wednesday. Oh, oh, for, for color card. I was like, what? what? Oh, no, we're, we actually have to, we might have to take dance lessons, like a ballet class with the New York City Ballet. It's free? It's free, yeah. Okay. I was going to say, they're making you pay money for that. That's ridiculous. Oh, it's free. Yeah, so, I mean, I don't really have anything besides, I would say, just watching TV and chilling and keeping to a strict schedule of, you know, like from blah, blah, blah to blah, 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 I'm going to do something. That's actually really helped me to keep sane because otherwise I lose track of all the things I have to do. Because I don't write stuff down very often. I just kind of try to keep it in my head. So in the beginning of the day, I visualize a schedule of things I have to do in certain time spots. That makes me sound a little crazy, but you know. My notes are filled with every time I'm like, I have to do. So there's like, for every single week, I have a to-do list. And then I break it down by day. And so that's what my notes are full of right now. Yeah, I have a lot of notes like that. What else? Um, I mean, yeah, that's really it. I mean, we cover a good amount of quarantine what's happening, what we're doing to keep insane, all the stuff that I'm not going to think about in the future. <laughs> oh my gosh, we're screwed. Oh, um, a hobby. <laughs> editing. I've been editing. editing. Your new hobby. Oh man. Um, well, she will be editing this audio. So that's our editor right there. Let's give a round of applause for Brooke Williams. I'm waiting for the clap applause sound effects to go in, but we're not a professional podcast. So I can, no. I can do it. I'm not going to oh. do it. Yeah, okay. We'll just, you just have to live with regular clapping. But yeah, so that was, this was fun. I mean, it's obviously hard to upload right now with quarantine happening. We're doing it through See how this goes, how it sounds. I think it sounds pretty good. I hope it sounds good. <laughs> we hope it sounds good. I'll fix the audio as much as I can, guys. I really hope it sounds not too awful. It sounds decent. We're going to try to, I will be tagging like hashtag quarantine, hashtag everything, so people will listen to this. <laughs> yeah, we're doing great so far. So, not really, but we're doing great ish. All right, okay. follow us on at Making Sense of the Conversation on Instagram. We also have a Gmail, which is just Making Sense of the Conversation. Oh, Making Sense of the Convo at Gmail. Yeah, so you can also email us. I don't know who's going to email us, but go ahead, do it. I, I dare you.